I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Election Day for many governmental entities in the state of Texas is coming up May the 1st. As a public service, the Rio Grande Guardian will offer a Meet the Candidates section so that you may become acquainted with candidates running during the upcoming election. Rear Grande Guardian editor Steve Taylor spoke to McAllen City Commissioner and Businessperson Veronica Bella Whitaker, one of the candidates running for mayor of the city of McAllen. This is Steve Taylor for the Rear Grande Guardian. We're in McAllen, Texas today. Um, and it's the latest in our Meet the Candidates series. I'm honored today to be interviewing Veronica Vela Whitaker, who currently is a city commissioner for the city of McAllen. However, she's running for mayor. Uh, the big race uh, this election cycle, five candidates, Veronica being one of the five. And so, Veronica, great to meet you. First of all, tell the, the listeners a little bit about yourself. So my name is Veronica Vela Whitaker, and I was born and raised in the city of McAllen amongst my five brothers and sisters. And today, all five of us still live in and reside in the city of McAllen. So and not only do we reside, but we also have businesses in the city of McAllen. So um, we have a, a family business, and we, we're taking care of you know, all of our constituents here. So, I mean, you know, it's exciting to, to be able to grow up in McAllen, see it grow, um, see what where we're at today, um, everything that, you know, what we've done in the city of McAllen. So, you know, it's it's it's, it's heartwarming to be able to drive around McAllen and say, oh my God, I, I remember when, you know, I can remember when we didn't have this, you know. So, uh, it's a very proud moment when I drive around and see something new or something that's that's worked for us or that's something that has happened, you know, great things that have happened in our city because I can actually say that I can remember when. So um, to me, to see McAllen grow and to see the families and the neighborhoods and, and the businesses and the restaurants and everybody that uh, believed in McAllen and actually put something in, and wanted to be a part of McAllen, it makes me very proud. And lots of uh, people from McAllen T- tell us the same thing that the McAllen's a special city. Why is it special for you? You know, again, it is very, very special. I guess because I was born and raised here, and so again, because I've seen it grow, um, because I was able to be able to go around McAllen and I say, "Oh my God!" You know, you knew everybody. You walk into a restaurant, you could say hello to everybody. You could walk into a store. It didn't matter where you were. At a stoplight, you would wave at three people. So there was so much here at McAllen that, you know, that we, we were part of. Today, I can't say that I can actually walk into anywhere and say hello to almost everybody there, but there's one or two. But we are now a thriving community. We have a lot going on for ourselves. We have a lot to offer. We have lots of parks. We have a lot of new businesses in McAllen, restaurants, um, hike and bike trails, so many amenities that uh, are all of our parks have been upgraded, you know, the bathrooms and the benches and picnic areas. I mean, so we have so much more to offer. We now have, of course, we can boast about our performing arts center. We can boast, boast about our convention center because now we have large Texas-wide um, conventions that actually come to McAllen. So that's a, it's a plus for us because people now know that we're on the tip of Texas and who we are and where we are, and they want to come back because we have so much to offer and so much to give. So being a part of McAllen and watching it grow from, you know, 70, 40,000 to now to 150,000 is just, it's, 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 proud, it's proud to be spoken of. And tell us a little bit about the entrepreneurial spirit that, that that's in, sort of embedded in McAllen. It's got this can-do attitude, like much of the valley. Uh, things you know, people grow up here or move here, 
and want to make a difference and start businesses. Tell us about that. Well, um, my father started his pharmacy in 1952. And today my three brothers are also pharmacists and also have a pharmacy, you know, and we had at one point here in the city of McGowan, we had five pharmacies. And then, of course, as we've, you know, grown, um, we're down now to two, you know, large pharmacies in the city of McGowan. And that's the same for many people here in the city. Many of our home, you know, our neighbors um, also have businesses in McAllen. Um, because they knew that it was safe, they knew that they knew the people, they had the reputation, and so, I mean, I can name many, many businesses in the city. Escobar Shooter Repair over on Twenty Third, that's been here since in the nineteen fifty. You know, um, Rivas um, store, you know, M. M. Rivas grocery store. You know, a lot of those Rubens groceries. I mean, there's so many different entities that people still look for and want to go to shop just there because they're locals um you know carlos i mean i can name you tons of of, of different uh, businesses in McAllen that are local that people want to give back to because they're local and want to you know we want our city to thrive and we want our city because we want our residents to thrive and we want our our neighbors you know so that um we're very very proud of ourselves and proud of of our neighbors and of and the businesses and the restaurants that are locally owned and i think that most of the time people say well, well we'll go to a local restaurant today or we'll you know we'll go to a local um, when anybody comes to visit they want a local hotel because they want to give back to their community and i think that's what's the i think that's the most impressive part of our, our community that they want to help one another because we started here they've stayed here and because they want to give and they want everybody to be here with them so it just makes our McAllen very unique it makes it we make we're strong um, it makes it a community. And so let's move on and talk about your, your candidacy. You're running for mayor. Tell us why you're running for mayor, what you feel you can offer uh, the, the residents of McAllen. And tell us um, if you are the mayor, are you running to continue uh, the current trend or, or do you feel that you, you have to lead the city in a, in a slightly different direction? So I, uh, when I moved back to McAllen after going to college, of course, and working away for a couple of years, I came back to McAllen. And so I now have been back in the city for 35 years. So when I got here, I thought, okay, what am I going to do? Who do I know, you know? And so I was immediately, I think not even within the year, I was asked to join the McAllen Junior League. And to me, that was, oh my God, wow. So I joined the McAllen Junior League. I was there for almost eight years. And from there, it started, you know, so then they asked me to join the McAllen International Museum, which is now the IMIS, which is International Museum of Arts and Science. And so from there, you know, I went to, you know, McAllen Boys and Girls Club, which I was there for 10 years, plus I was their president. And at that time, again, I went to Leadership McAllen. You know, McAllen Education Foundation, you know, East, I mean, I did so many different boards throughout our city and I gave back to our city um, because I wanted to, because I knew I was embedded in this city. I was on the Muscular Dystrophy Association and I was also honored by a Muscular Dystrophy Association um, for being able to give back to my community. And so I really was involved with the city. I was, of course, PTO president. For instance, my kids were in kindergarten all the way up to high school. So... Um, I just felt the need to give and to and to make sure that people knew that McAllen was a, was a was a magical place, that it was a gem, um, it was like a like a rusty stone, and every time we would just polish it, and every every day we got better. And today, of course, we do shine. So, I was just I was proud to represent McAllen. And um, about eight years ago, a gentleman approached me. He said, "Veronica," he goes, 
what's next? And I said, I don't know, you know, I don't know. He says, I know what's next. I said, really? He said, yes. And he goes, you're going to run for commission. And I said, okay. <laughs> I said, what do I do? He said, I'll got you covered. So I did. I ran. And so I've been on the city commission for eight years. And it's the most proudest moment that I've ever had to be able to have been elected um, to the city of McAllen's commissioner's court. So, um, and I felt that I brought a lot of difference um, to the city of McAllen. And, and I remember one of the commissioners went, went about after being on commission for two years, he said, you always think so different and so outside of the box. And I said, because I'm still a, I'm still a community member. I'm still a resident. And I said, I still think with my community. I still represent my community. So these are the things that my community is asking. These are the things that they're looking for. This is what they want. This is not what we want. I said, we were elected by our community, and so we need to represent and give back to them. I said, we cannot be selfish. We have to be giving. And I said, so I will always think like them. I will always be their voice. I said, and that's who we are. So as commissioners, because now we represent districts, which I think has really been a very um, positive move for the city of McAllen, because we actually can actually be a voice for so many residents, and they're not afraid to, to call us. They're not afraid to come to our home to talk to us. They're not afraid to send us a text, because we have been embedded in our district, and they know us very well now, and they know that they can trust us, and they know that we, we, have, we can solve their problems. If we can't solve them, we've at least given them an answer. And so I, I think I still am going to be that person, even as mayor. I'm going to be able to still be able to answer those phone calls. I'm going to still call them back because I'm no different from any of them. Not at all. I am still part of my community, and I believe in McAllen. And so I really want them to know that I'm approachable. I want them to know that I listen, and I want them to know that I'm going to be able. If I can't find a solution, I'm not going to be afraid to tell them, you know what? There's just no way, but I did try, and these are the, this is why we can't. But I want to answer their questions because I think it's important not to leave anybody hanging because they're taxpayers, they're here, they love our city, they live here, and because they're our neighbors. So to me, um, the community, the people, you know, everybody, they have businesses here, they work here, their kids are going to school here. You know, they, they have chosen McAllen. And I think that we, because we are elected and we represent McAllen, I think that we have to take care of those who have chosen to be a part of our city. So I, I, I don't see a difference. I just know that my plate is going to be a little bit more full. <laughs> but because we're a team, we are really a truly a good team right now. There's five. There was five positions uh, per election. Now we're up to four because one of our commissioners did not have an opponent. And so now we're four. Do I want some consistency? Yes. We have some drainage projects, of course, that are in the works. We have, you know, traffic, uh, we had a traffic study that we need to either revise it, you know, what do we need to do, what hasn't worked, what really has worked, you know, so that because our, we've, we've got, tra we have traffic, <laughs> we have traffic, so, you know, um, I usually say we have arrived, you know, to the big city, because we are a big city, but in a smaller area. And so those are two major things that we need to, you know, um, go back and, and fix and, you know, figure out, you know, with the opening of Bicentennial is going to help because now we have more north and south corridors. We still need to get some east and west corridors. We do need to, you know, figure out our, our traffic, you know, our, our light system because we've done two or three now and we have not come to a, an agreement yet on that. It works for us. 
But those are, you know, those are times that we have to keep looking for solutions. And so those are important. Those are important not, you know, for our city, for our citizens, for our community, because now with COVID kind of relaxing, not relaxing, but, you know, getting a little bit better, people are going back to their offices because most people have been vaccinated and that has helped. So traffic is back up again. Um, our ordinances in the city of McAllen have not, some of them have not been revised in quite a while. And because, again, because we've grown, we need to revise our ordinances to meet the needs of our community. So to me, that's very, very important. Right now, we're land, we're, we're, you know, we we just butt up to all the different cities. We far Mission, you know, Edinburgh. We are all, you know, one big Rio Grande Valley, which is, it's, you know, it's, those are good things for us. And so um, I started an abandoned home project, revitalization of homes about two years ago. And we have probably resold um, or been able to sell some of those homes or either um, torn them down, demolished them. And now we have had the opportunity to sell that piece of property so they can stay within this, in the inner cities of McAllen. So um, I think that's a good thing also for those who do want to live in the heart of McAllen. Um, and there's still about 80 more homes to go, but we're working on them. And slowly, it takes a while to either find um, family members or, you know, because it was left from their grandmother or, and then when that person lives in, you know, some have lived in Canada, some have lived in, you know, um, New York, some have lived in, you know, Michigan. So to be able to find them and then they have to come down here or we have to send pictures. So it's a process. And, but it's been, a, it's been a very positive process. And they're like, I didn't, you know, I couldn't figure out what to do. So, you know, we're helping them move along and that's, that's a good thing. And so, um, also, you know, we've got our property taxes low and that's very important. We need to keep it low. Um, so that, because we said we can continue with our economy. Um, and that's been a very, very good thing, you know, um, that we're one of the lowest, even in the state of Texas. And that speaks volumes for our community also for, for the city of McAllen. So I would like to keep it that way because that's the first thing everybody complains about, you know, our taxes are higher, you know. Um, so those are those are just you know there's so much going on in our, in, in our city and so much that we need to continue. We know we're not out of COVID, but we do have you know we we have I think we've you know gotten better in, in um, being able to control most of it. And of course now with the vaccine, the city you know has it almost every week now, um, vaccine uh, clinics, and so that has helped our community, you know. And so we've got just to know the DHR paid has already given over 120 thousand. Uh, vaccines is is amazing and and most of them you know we're valley residents and now the city of mcallen is offering that and so we've done much much better so i could go on forever to tell you how much <laughs> we can do for mcallen but everything that we want to do is important for our community and that's what counts and next question veronica is um you have obviously been uh, campaigning for a number of weeks now what are you hearing from the voters? What What are the top issues you're hearing as you knock on the doors and, and interact with, with uh, your constituents? So, you know, of course, many of us, our community is business owners. And so they do want to know, what is your plan for businesses? And I did I did visit with um, with our city manager and some of our, you know, we, of course, we've, we've received monies or we're going to receive monies directly to the city of McAllen. And we do have plans for some of those monies. But one of the plans that I... First of all, I said right off the bat was I said we need to continue to help our our business our local our businesses here in the city of McAllen, whether it's with grants, whether it's with you know helping them fix up because so that they can be attractive again to you know to new to new you know 
new customers or, or what you know whatever it is that they are you know because some are insurance companies are just within our city of McAllen coffee shops you know uh, stores jewelers you know there's all kinds of businesses now restaurants there's so much now that we have here in the city of McAllen that we didn't in the past and so they they you know they've had some bumps um, and I think that we need to offer them some monies um, and maybe not necessarily that they have to we have to match it but maybe because they just really need one thing done and if we can help them get that one thing done to help them get back on their feet you know what and of course we'll have guidelines for all of that but you know what we're giving again they're our taxpayers they're our community and they are they are who's important for us so i have heard a lot about the businesses traffic of course has always come up um and then of course you know we need to you know be able to i think now that we've been in COVID for over a year we have so many more now outdoor events so much more going on in our parks so much more going on in our hike and bike trails a lot has happened that has that it didn't used to um happen a year ago people are now outside they're exercising they're walking they're at the different parks they're at the fireman's park i mean i went to fireman's park this past weekend it was packed um and and it's okay. I mean, they were all, I mean, it was, it's, it's so big now. Bill Shoe, you know, these parks are well taken care of. You know, they've all been upgraded. They've all have new bathrooms. Everything is clean. And all of them now, because people now are uniting or have united because they were in a home for six months or seven months. And now they're actually, there's a lot more family um, engagement and um, walking, cycling, um, just going to the park, it's those are. Um, it's nice to see them. It's nice to see them out together as a family. And again, um, it's nice to see all of them, you know, in our community. Mm-hmm. So that's been a plus. That's been a plus. So, like I said, there's so much going on. But um, you know, community spaces. And we're coming back to events, um, but we're going to do outdoor events, of course, still for a good while now. If we do have an indoor event, of course, we're going to continue with masks and social distancing. But, you know, so as we slowly move back into our norm, who knows if it'll be our norm again, but we're at least making efforts to kind of um, be able to still stay safe, still social distance, and still have um, camaraderie and, and events and, and, and see people and, and, you know, kind of get back to somewhat normalcy. Um, you obviously focusing a lot there on COVID. One of the byproducts of COVID has been the closure of the International Bridge in Hidalgo. Well, all the bridges really, except those that are doing tr- trade. All the trucks have kept moving up the Far Bridge, which is um, great for the economies of both the US and Mexico. But in terms of the shoppers that McClellan has relied upon, coming either across from Reynosa or up from Monterey, uh, that's been denied. I mean, there's been that travel ban to so-called non-essential travel. How much has that impacted McAllen and, and uh, where do you stand on, on urging the US government, the Mexican government to, to reopen? Do you feel it's safe enough to do so now? I don't think it's safe enough yet, maybe another one month or two, maybe, you know, just let's, you know, because we're finally, like I said, getting back to somewhat normalcy. And I, I think if we, we just open the doors, it's, it might, we might have a setback. And so I don't want to see that setback. I think we need to do these, you know, do things slowly. What I'm most impressed about and I'm most proud of is that our community state, of course, we couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't travel. So we learned to give, to do everything in your own city. And I think that has what has helped us tremendously 
people now know that McAllen has all the amenities that everybody else has, you know. Most of the times you would hear people, you know, drive to San Antonio for the weekend because they wanted to go shopping. We have all those stores here in the city of, in the city of McAllen. We have the groceries. We have, I mean, we have everything that the bigger cities have. It's just in a smaller scale. But we're able to attain that. And so our own residents have been able to continue. We we're thriving today because they've came back their home and they believe in McAllen. And they found out that we have all the amenities that the larger cities have, just in smaller scales. And so I'm very, very proud to be able to say that um, we, we're, we're not in a deficit um, because this, the McAllen believed in McAllen. And our residents believed in, in, in our own, in our, in our own uh, HEBs, in our own, you know, Rubens Groceries, in our own, like I said, restaurants, in our own, um, everything that we have here. You know, in, we, we now are, t you know, taking care of each other. And so that's important because now we have, we are actually, we, we've done very well economically because we are taking care of each other and taking care of our own community. And of course, of course, we want them to come back, but we also want to be cautious at the same time to do everything right so that we don't have a setback and we're safe. Mm. So it's important. And I'm in, and I have asked, I have asked because I am on the bridge board. So I have asked, what does it look like? Um, and they can come, of course, now. And of course, now they can come. Not only that, because, you know, we just opened up, we're going to open up Aramar, and so they can come from Monterrey to McAllen, you know, and so and fly from McAllen to Monterrey. So those who really have family here in need or want to come, and it's not, a, it's not an expensive trip, now, starting April 22nd, we're going to have that opportunity. So that is also very, very exciting for our, for, for our city um, to be able, because not only are they coming to come shopping, we have a lot of families that live here that their parents still live in Monterrey, or we have a lot of parents that live here that their families, you know, their 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 children live in, in Monterrey or Saltillo or wherever. So, you know, we're not just looking for shoppers, we're looking for families to reunite. So we have to also remember that. So we have one more boost, which is Idomar, and so um, it gets coming at the, just the right time. And so, you know, again, always thinking ahead of the ball game and so i mean and that's that's good it's good for mcallen um we we do a lot of stories about economic development and workforce training etc and um, we've often reported on uh, statistics statistics and surveys put out by the dallas federal reserve which says that mcallen has benefited from the maquila industry more than any other border city so talk to us about your position on the importance over the years McAllen has invested heavily and um, um, allowed the Economic Development Corporation to focus on bringing um, multinational companies in lots of them in Reynosa uh, some in McAllen but even those in Reynosa the professionals the the engineers the the heads of those um, Maquilas, those factories often live in McAllen and commute every day. Tell us about where you stand on the importance of that sector of our economy. And as mayor, uh, would you be? Would you? Do you, do you think that that focus, that investment, should be continuing? I definitely think that that focus should be continuing, and I definitely think that we should be able to um, take care of each other. Again, not only do, does it benefit McAllen, but it also benefits Reynosa. Um, and I, and again, like I said yesterday at one of our other um, forums, um, McAllen Economic Development Council has done an amazing job to keep our businesses thriving and to keep the partnership between Reynosa and McAllen. 
And so um, they travel quite often to Reynosa, and Reynosa um, travels quite often to McAllen. But because we have um, businesses, and not only does it help us thrive here, but because some of our businesses, some of our produce, and some of the different maquilas are in Reynosa because we can, we make um, it's more productive for us for them to be in Reynosa and still be able to to give back to bring the product back to McAllen. So it's a win-win for both. We help them for their economy and to help find jobs for people in in, in Mexico, and then of course we get, we receive the product and we're able to sell that product at a better price where it's affordable for our community. So what the, the relationships that we have is, is a strong relationship, and I do want to keep it, again, because we're not only helping ourselves, we're helping Reynosa. We're helping the citizens of Reynosa. We're helping their employment. We're helping them to, to thrive at the same time that they're helping us to keep you know prices low and to keep things economically you know in the same ballgame so that we can help each other to make a difference. And again, so when you resell that product, you know, it's not an outrageous price. It's it's an affordable price for our community. And again, it's the same. It helps them because and they have a, a good living and a strong living in Mexico. So, I do want to see those that that continue because it has it has helped us. And some of their maquilas now have moved because now we have a whole area over on Military Highway that they're able to. You know, we have warehouses, all kinds of different maquilas. You know, all along that 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 strip on Military, which we're able to visit with them. And again, have relationships and partnerships. So, no, I wanted to continue to thrive. Well, Veronica, those are all the questions I had, but I'm sure that I've missed out some subjects that you would like to stress. So, anything else you would like to say? Any, any of the top campaign issues you're you're running on that we haven't covered yet? Well, I know I I, I did. I mean, like I, did, I talked about the ordinances. I talked about the McAllen, the city plan, the. Um, McAllen local business plan because it's important again um, to make sure that our business our businesses are all you know doing well or and if they are not what can we do to help them you know it's always about giving back to your community helping answering their questions advice um, whatever it is that we can do for them because McAllen we have so many different departments in the city that we're able to answer you know we might not have the answer for you know recycling or for whatever but we can we can gear them to that department. Because they always have an, they always have a question. What do I do with this, or how does this work? Let me give you the number. Um, so, you know, we we really do have a, a, a working relationship. We have a, a great partnership with our, you know, and our residents are able, again, because we have a district um, commissioner, they're able now to have get more answers than they did many many years back, because we just, you know, had six commissioners, but they were maybe all from one area. Now we have them from all different walks of life in all the different areas of McAllen, and we represent our city well. So they're able to approach us and talk to us. Um, I just want to continue, like I said, my, uh, there's so many things that we have started. I want to finish some of those those projects that we do have in the city of McAllen. I want to I want to finish those projects with those who already know what's going on, so that we don't have to spin the wheel again. Because it's important that we have continuity, consistency. Because it's important to keep McAllen moving, which I say often. So, um, and we need we need that, and, and and we need people, and we we are now we have the the community is you know is involved in our city and they're ingrained in our city, and so we need to continue to answer to help them, you know again cost of living we're still we're at a, a low um which is people are able to afford to come here and have a you know larger home you know nicer cars or whatever they want to do afford insurance and still not be stressed so our economy is strong 
and um, and we're grateful for those who choose to live in the city of McAllen. So they, we all work together to make a difference. And I guess I just thought of one other question. I should have asked this one. The importance, how, how much importance do you place on this of working with, with your neighbours? You touched upon the fact that McAllen now butts straight up against Edinburgh and Far and Hidalgo and Mission. But how important is it for you, although you're representing the people of McAllen, that you form regional alliances, not just the, the neighbouring cities in Hidalgo, but valley-wide? How important is, is uh, uni the unity of the valley in, in meeting its challenges, uh, um, getting more funding from the state or federal governments? It's extremely important. It is very, very important, and I think it's very important that, again, because you cross the street and you're in FAR, you cross the street and you're in Edinburgh. I work in Edinburgh. You know, you cross the street, you're in Mission. So we need to continue um, working together because sometimes some of the projects that are that the legislator or some of the, the uh, resolutions or, you know, that they bills that they want to pass, it's not just going to affect McAllen. It's going to affect the Rio Grande Valley as a whole. So if we're all on the same page and have the same thoughts and have the same answers or reasons why we think that this bill needs to be passed or why it doesn't need to be passed, then we do need to work together. We do need to have a partnership and relationships because we need to continue to grow the Rio Grande Valley as a whole and we need to be able to talk to each other, visit with each other, um, and actually present, you know, wherever we have to when we go to the state capitol and say we're here as the Rio Grande Valley. We're here as Mission, McAllen, Edinburgh, Far Hidalgo. And this is what we know is going to be work, work best for us. It might not work, you know, somewhere else, but these six cities, you know, La Jolla, these six cities need this. And so if we are not partners or together, we could we could lose an opportunity. So I think it's very, very important that our leaders talk to each other and our leaders stay communicated and we stay together and, and, and represent our valley. And um, finally, Veronica, let me ask, um, <laughs> tell, tell, the, tell the listeners... When does early voting start? When's the election? And how can people that have any questions for you, how can they find out more information about your campaign? So um, early voting starts on April 19th, and it goes through April 27th, and then voting day is May 1st. Of course, you can go to my Veronica for Mayor website and learn all about who I am. Again, I've been, you know, I've been... Uh, uh, invested in my community for many many years now not just yesterday and so I just feel that um, with all my connectivity um, you know within the city of McAllen with the residents um, with my my family I think it's important that they find somebody who will listen and find somebody who will find a solution for them and find someone who has been around for many many years um, it's, I didn't just move to McAllen you know <laughs> and want to just decide okay you know no you need to have someone who knows your city knows the community um, knows the residents and, and and knows what's going on and I think because I've been on the I have the most experience as a city commissioner I think it's important um, to be able to answer and to be able to visit with with my community and 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 find solutions for them um i, I know what it's like you know i was a business owner and my family still has businesses in the city of mcallen all of those things i've had we've had you know we have several restaurants in the city of McAllen. my family has several restaurants in the city of mcallen so we've touched on almost everything um within our city you know uh, my father was of course part of the city of mcallen he was a mcallen public utility board member for many years so it didn't just start with myself it started with my father um, being my example um, and so my brother of course is on the school board and so we have been involved in our city again 
And I just think that it's important that you find somebody who has the passion for their city and for their community. And I just feel that um, I'll always answer their phone calls. I will never say no again. And I will I will answer their calls and say, I don't have the answer. I will get it for you. If I don't call you back in two days, don't hesitate to remind me or call me back or find out where, you know. And if they haven't called you, I will, I will you know, follow up again with each, with the city and with you. Because it's important, again, because they know, they, they're important and they're important for our city. And so I feel that, that you know, your residence is who you are. Veronica Vela Whitaker, candidate for mayor of McAllen. Thank you so much for today's interview. <laughs> I appreciate the time spending we spent together today, and I appreciate all of your questions. I hope I answered them well. Um, and yes, I you know vote Veronica. <laughs> you got it. Thank you, Veronica. As part of the Meet the Candidate series for the Real Grande Guardian, that was candidate for mayor of the city of McAllen, Veronica Vela Whitaker. If you're a candidate running for office in the Rio Grande Valley, the Rio Grande Guardian wants to feature you in our Meet the Candidate series. Call or text Rio Grande Guardian editor Steve Taylor at 956-605-9380. Send Steve Taylor an email, staylor at riograndeguardian.com. Again, if you're a candidate running for office in the Rio Grande Valley, the Rio Grande Guardian would like to include you in our Meet the Candidate feature. <laughs>